Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we can keep in touch like it did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. And I wish you well. Sign your pen, pals. Ladies and gentlemen, the that's biz. Patrick Keenan from The Winter Sounds Best coming the at you. That the was Dow voted, guys even said it, remember? Yeah, we were voted best theme song for a podcast four years in a row. And we've only been going for three years. And I think that's, <laughs> I think that's actually a bigger that statement, bigger statement of in all. the podcast industry. Rory, um, before we go, because we have such a great guest today, yeah. I have to know, has your family figured out their Halloween costumes? Yes. My, yes. So to catch people up, we usually do a group thing. Group. We've done but we've your done daughter Willy Wonka. She's now six, and she's like, "Fuck you guys! I want to be JoJo Siwa." Okay. So she's gonna be JoJo Siwa, and just yesterday we went to like some Halloween stores to look for stuff. Yeah, spirit. And I told her I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna be your agent. I'm gonna like slick my hair back. I'm gonna put on a suit, and I'm gonna be JoJo Siwa's agent. And your mom's gonna be your number one fan. You will not break up <laughs> this Halloween. For us. This is all I have." Are you We're gonna, a family. What are you going to wear? I don't know. Are you going to go suit? I think, yeah, just a suit. I mean, it's, it's great. I already have all Martin of it. Short? I think Kevin Bacon's in it, and he's telling him, I want to be your agent. And he's like, I'm going to give you three things. But he holds up four fingers. He's like, I'm going to be your best friend. Do you remember this? No. What he's is that? He's not even credited in the movie. I can't remember what it is. Tremors. <laughs> it is not Tremors. Um, <laughs> that, that coveted Martin Short cameo so in good. Tremors. I want you to be that type of agent. Um, okay, well, before we go, I just want to remind everybody, go to DanielVanKirk.com. If you want to be a part of Halloween Go, and that is uh, Bingo Night. We play bingo over Zoom. Everybody can join. It's only 10 bucks. Tickets are at DanielVanKirk.com, and we raise money for no-kill animal shelters food banks, and um, Big Brothers Big Sisters. And if you win, you get to choose one of those organizations in your area, plus win prizes like cookies from Three Best Bakery and uh, T-shirts, whatever, you know, all sorts of fun stuff. And money. So yeah. all that's at... Sweet, uh, sweet cash. DanielVanKirk.com. While my tour is on hold, I'm going to keep doing uh, shows with you guys. And I think that's kind of it. 
That is. Uh, you guys, we have an amazing guest we today. Do. We're so fortunate that he agreed uh, to be here and mm-hmm. give us his time. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are 40 billion uh, credits that I could introduce him with. Um, <laughs> he is one hell of a soccer player. Sure. Uh, you know him from SNL and so many movies. And uh, I have to say, his movie that came out during the pandemic, uh, oh my Palm gosh. Springs, I know. Uh, I, I loved it. I Me loved too. it so much. But uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Andy Samberg. Hi. Hey. How are you? Thanks for being here, buddy. I'm excited to be here. Well, as and you thank know, thank you for the soccer shout out, Rory. You are very good. How often? How many? How many <laughs> games have you guys played together? Ballpark it. I want to know the experience level of, of like actually being on the. That's a good question. And we play like on turf, and we've it's been like off and on for uh, a couple years that I've been involved playing. Yeah, I feel like you've been there at least twelve times. I've been right? at least twelve. Did you play um, in college, Andy? I didn't play in college. I played in high school, and I played like club growing up gotcha. so i played yeah. a lot and then i yeah, totally stopped that's right and then during the writer strike in new york i played in an indoor league at chelsea piers oh wow on a team with a few of the guys from the strokes which was super cool for me <laughs> we won the league fyi really Wait, that you were on the team with the guys from the strokes just two of them yeah julian and, and were they good are yeah. they do they ball oh yeah all right rory yeah, always Jill, says julian oh. invited me He's the best. I, I, soccer is like I when I was younger, I hated it because I was forced sure. to do it in a lot of ways. Yeah. And then yeah. now I'm getting like old and everything hurts, and I'm like, oh, I got exercise, and it's the one thing I actually can do halfway you love, decent, and so you love doing it. It's you should fun. see the size field we play on. It's perfect for people's uh, who have. <laughs> is it just somebody's backyard? Somebody's backyard. Are, you guys playing around the tables and chairs? It's like if, if it was like a really nice backyard. Yeah, <laughs> Rory, you're good. Don't don't sell yeah, yourself good. short. He's good. No, really he's really good. good. We were just at High Plains Festival. We talked about this on the last episode, and there was like they brought a whole. It was like a cookout they did for all the comics. Yeah, and so we're, we played a little cornhole hangout, and then eventually somehow a soccer ball like rolled its way up to Rory. So for the next ten minutes, it was him just dribbling it around everyone i'm like rory we get it yeah what's yeah. funny is that just no yelling, one was participating he just People kept yelling like, d1 <laughs> d1 right here d1 d1 guys ask me about it ama for 30 minutes my soccer life it is embarrassing rory i, I you know i know you've seen it happen to me where even though it's just a bunch of friends who get together on a weekend day to get exercise it's like i'll get too into it Be like what was yeah. that i know but it's hard but but when you play sport when you're an athlete there's kind of you have to. I think we all have to try to swallow that guy down. I'm yeah. my daughter is now playing, and that was coming out of me at a six year old. I was watching you watch it on game. the phone, and you were like, "They can't run like that. They this can't run like girl, that." This girl threw the ball into herself and then almost scored. And I was like, "You can't do that. You can't throw the ball." Into and you just see these parents being like, "Jesus, dude, shut the fuck. Who gives a shit?" And I'm like, "It's just they're not learning." But then you're also like, <laughs> "But how quickly are you like shamed into the right place? Right. Like you're like, you're right, you're right. What's yeah. wrong with me? You're right." Right. And right. I got a Bud Light in my hand. It wasn't okay. <laughs> but it's a spitter, not a beer. Um, shall we Shall we go to where we go? Let's do it. Let's go, go to, to the letters. letters. We're trying it out. I like it. There's I do too. Voice unity. I mean, anything we get where more people come together these days, there's just nothing wrong with that. As long as I shouldn't say that if it's in a good way. Yeah. A lot of um, people have come together for bad reasons lately, too. Who, <laughs> who wants to go? Who wants to dive in first here? You want me to, to do it or you want to jump Ooh. in? I'll go. You, you do it. Okay, go ready? It. Yeah. 
Andy, you're a pen pal now, as with all these other people. So, you know, we get letters about everything in the world. Yeah. It's not just advice. Sometimes it's like, what do you think? Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Dear Rory and Daniel, wrong nope. order. Nope. First, I want to say that this show has meant a lot to me over the past couple months. I've been in between jobs the past couple months, and to make ends meet, I've been doing maintenance and cabin cleaning work at a summer camp and retreat center. The job can be lonely as I'm usually cleaning cabins by myself. Y'all have not only kept me company while cleaning, but have given me things to laugh and think about during this time of uncertainty and confusion. Second, do y'all have a preference in how your toilet paper is positioned, over mm. or under? If so, why? I personally don't have a preference, but I know some people are passionate about their stance. I believe... That actually is a good pun that I don't think they meant to do. I believe there are pros and cons to both. Over is easier to dispense, but under has a very satisfactory give and take when you pull it. <laughs> I think about this a lot because I have to replace the toilet paper. Whenever I replace the rolls, I put two in each stall, one over and one under to satisfy both parties. Can I sidestep to go, this might be the greatest employee this these yeah. people have ever had? Yeah. LOL. But doubt anyone notices, it's the thought that counts. I wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pal, Wood, from Asheville, North Carolina. P.S. Wood is my middle name that I prefer to my first name. However, I have never found an opportunity that seemed appropriate to use it until now. Okay. Here's I my, go, can we go back? We want to go backwards. I just, sometimes I, I say, just want Andy, to start that we go wood, backwards. <laughs> wood is my middle name that I prefer to my first name. This is an adult who works at a camp, right? And yet they've never found an opportunity that's appropriate to you. They've gone their whole life not wanting to be called their first name, right? Preferring to be called their middle name, and only now are like, this letter is the only time this will ever <laughs> be. That, that okay, I, I actually, have two things to say. First off. If you love your middle name, so it's, you aren't even technically giving yourself a nickname, and we all three of us know people who have definitely given themselves their own nickname. Oh, yeah. Wood is so common that you could easily be like, uh, "My name is you think Daniel Wood Van Kirk, but I go by Wood." Just do it, and yeah. then it'll and then it'll happen. You think Wood is a common name? No, I'm seeing. I'm saying it's common to use your middle name, sure, sure, a, sure. as your first sure. name. And then the other thing I was, you know, say, here's what I do. I hope that has happened. I hope that the guy's been like, yeah. Anyways, it's Jason Wood, but I that's my middle name. I prefer to be called Wood. And I hope people have gone. No, nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <No. laughs> you're Jason, and that's how. That's just that's how it's rude gonna of be. people. That's rude of people. <laughs> I prefer saying Jason. Yeah, yeah I actually exactly. am going to prefer Jason over Wood. Okay, th and he's just so like, yeah, no, 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 it's your choice. But you know, but pre-recording today, earlier today, didn't you tell me you went years letting someone call you the right name before you the wrong said name? Or yeah. that, yes. I don't know that I even correct, and they called me Corey for two years, and I never, I just let it, it, I didn't change it in the first ten minutes, so then I didn't <laughs> speak that up. Out. They say Corey, and I just went with Corey. And it wasn't a joke. I wasn't even doing it for my own satisfaction. I just didn't speak up to say that's not my name. <laughs> Roar. But so Wood is a great... I think Wood's a cool name. Andy, yeah. weigh in. Absolutely. I mean, it depends yeah. on the first and last name, obviously. Roar. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it fair enough. Could yeah, be yeah, one yeah. of those classic parent pranks. But, doesn't, but uh, if your name's Wood, don't you automatically have to coach basketball? 
<laughs> or you're like a, a, a caddy that gives perfect advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta have like one of those fun and in fun your names. in your advertisement it says, "I'll give you great golfing tips, but no s." Like he wants, he's like he's playing on the fact that he's not Tiger Woods. <laughs> I'm. Uh, don't, I, don't I forget the s when it comes to toilet paper. I'm. I'm okay, over because yes. I appreciate the functionality. Of it, and when I see that someone has placed their toilet paper under, I, I, I'm like, this person doesn't care. Are you they for are, real? Yeah, I don't you think really that, I don't think way. they care. Andy, they don't do care, you care about, at all. I prefer don't care. over when it's under. I'm worried that it's just going to unspool. It feels unwieldy yeah. to me. It's and you can't you can't get like if it's over you can you can give it a good jerk. I look under also, you give also, it a jerk and it goes under. You run the risk of your the 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 handle and getting buried in behind and then you got to start spinning. Yeah. You know, okay. whereas yeah. if it's over, it's always going to be right there readily available. Exactly. Can I tell you guys, I can't believe, I think you're about to come at us with some opposition. Here. I've never cared. I never <laughs> think about it when I put it on. I psychopath. never do. You're but a psychopath. I do know which way is right, yeah. but I don't care. Right. Under is the correct way to no, do it. No, it is not. He, look, the military has done a lot of bad things. I'm not going to say <laughs> they haven't. Great That's the lead-in. Look, look, look war crimes are real. The, here's the deal. The one thing <laughs> that the military tries to do a lot of is be as efficient as possible. So in the military, yeah. I know for a fact, yeah. if, you, if that's your job at boot camp or whatever, the barracks, whatever, to do the toilet paper, you always, it has to go How under. How do you know that? Because I have friends in the military. And they, you've they, talked about they, this yes, with them? they said, yes. That's how much of a Bradford of a Wilson told me in the Navy, you have to, it has to go under. Because then when you go to tear it, you're taking the least amount. When you tear it from the top, you can end up pulling more than you needed. I disagree. Well, I'm just telling you that that's how they run it. Well, I mean, I think that's fair. If you know that you're trying to conserve your toilet paper. Yes. Then I think you do have an answer. Right. However, if you're like at the Ritz-Carlton... That puppy's on top. Oh, yeah. Dude, they got a little dispenser. You're pulling them out one by one. Yeah. There might be a bidet in there. Yeah, That's it has right. like the heavy metal lid thing that automatically rips it when you pull. Yeah, why would that be there if it wasn't meant to be over? What do you mean? The, me- the metal well, that's thing. How you, that- that's how you get efficient. You are efficient for when you go over. So then you're, help, you're, doing, you're go- going that way. But in people's homes, they don't have the... You know, when I was a kid, I never, I don't know that I ever thought about this before, except when I was a kid, I saw a clip from Sally, Jesse, Raphael, remember that talk show? And they were having a discussion about this. And you've never forgot it. Well, here's what has stuck out of my mind. They were, it was something about toilet paper. And then she went to go, well, show me how you pull the toilet paper. And she had like toilet paper roll and she held it out. And then she goes, well, wait a minute, over or under? And I watched her milk the crowd for the convert. Like the crowd yeah, was like, yeah. oh, it was like prices, well, right? Suddenly right. broke she, out. And she was loving it. Like, the, oh my God, a comedic moment on my yeah, yeah, talk yeah. And I've never <laughs> forgot. I've all, anytime I think about over or under, which anytime I replace a toilet paper, I go over because I've never murdered anybody. Not- I think about Sally just here. <laughs> <laughs> She lives in your heart a little she bit. She lives in my heart a little bit. I love because thinking of that. about Sally Jesse Raphael getting carried away with the laughs and then like ripping some off and be like, and then how do you wipe? Do you know what this? 
<laughs> she goes too far. And then she starts to lose the audience. Starts running uh, around making people like bend over. Pro- uh, <laughs> producers are giving her the... And you're like, no, no, Sally. No, Sally, Sally, Sally. Sally. You do sometimes see that when someone gets a laugh who doesn't kids, usually kids get a laugh the, and they like really, really try to Kids are the most. Drive it into the dirt. Kids over and over and over it. until like, it's funny watching kids learn about how to ruin jokes. Yes. You're like, oh, but now it is not funny. Right. Yeah. <laughs> my I, my first ever laugh that I remember getting is I took a big drink of a can of seven up. We're in the kitchen. It was like my grandma, my mom, my grandpa. I took a big drink of seven up and as I and I was probably maybe four, maybe yeah. five tops, probably four. Yeah. I took a big drink of seven up. As I pulled it away, I go, ah and it destroyed. Yeah. yeah. I did it for the next ten minutes. <laughs> And then I remember, they were like, shut him the fuck. I up. remember getting mad at them when they didn't think it was funny. Yeah, because I was like, I'm still doing it. Yeah. Oh, and it was. I went through that whole process. Family, like, I, ma- Diane, talk to your son. <laughs> it's did. not funny anymore. You had to hear that from the other room. <laughs> it's right. just not funny anymore. Right. She pulls me into the wings. There was a stage at my grandparents' house. You're getting pulled aside at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Look, you got you have to have other material. You can't just ah. This every was last time. year, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you what I don't like in bathrooms? One of the things that we're speaking of toilet paper. Potpourri, potpourri bathrooms. Fine with a pope. All right. Um, when people have like a uh taper uh toilet paper tower and it's just all like on a thing and it's just exposed toilet paper it makes me so nervous because i'm like one wrong shower or sink incident and you just lost all oh, this toilet paper right. yeah and also like exposed goods yeah yeah sometimes i overthink like splashback in every scenario that can happen in a um in a bathroom yeah and so i'm like this is already dirty toilet paper yeah. that you just have exposed out into this room. Oh, it drives Can me I, nuts. What, when you, you ever go, like, at your, someone's house, and you go you go to the bathroom, and then you go to wash your hands, and the water pressure on their sink is so high and that like, it has splashed yes. your pants, and now you have to walk back out knowing that you can't. You're like, I, your water pressure, like that. you're not going to say that. We were it's looking you at you. It's you guy you walk out. This is, this is your fault. Yeah, 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 yeah. You did this. You know what I do? I just wait until it dries. I wait yeah. an hour. <laughs> gonna need gonna need more time. You're just leaning. Andy, it's our only bathroom, please. I'd rather wait I'd way rather them think I just blew it out for an hour than no, they, got any sprinkles on me. Andy, they walk by the hall and they're like, Look, Andy's your friend. I'm glad he's here. But you're gonna have to find out why he's using our hair dryer in yeah. that bathroom right now. Make, yeah. make like a loud phone call where it sounds like you're closing a deal. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, sorry, I was on the phone in there that whole time. Yeah. It wasn't going to the bathroom. At I all. wasn't waiting for the splash I... from the sink to dry. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't know if you do this, but here's a, a pro tip: if you ever do blow out a bathroom <laughs> and you're trying, and this is in an instance where you tried it, there maybe there's a line you want to do. Hey, yeah. it was the person before me. Yeah. If you're a dude, leave the seat up. And then when you walk out, it's almost like, well, if they're smart enough, they're like, well, it could have oh, been that guy. Okay. He clearly he was, in was, there. Pee. That's he a- was in there to pee. And that is maybe one of the mo- best life hacks I've ever... That's a good move. Bro. That's my only life hack, is that one. <laughs> That's all I've ever thought of, is cle- leave the seat up so people think you just peed and you didn't blow it up. Do you keep matches in your bathroom? No. Do you have a, you have a candle? Oh, you have a candle. We have a candle. And do you get a matches man, or do you have candles for people when they come over to be like, here, you can take care of this business if you need to? Neither. Neither. I have a, I have candles, but that's it. I have no. Do a lot of people come over and just 
blow out your bathroom? Don't you want to? Don't you worry about people not having the option to cover up their disgrace? I guess if they're disgrace, <laughs> they're, they're the shameful. <laughs> what the did you blend say? is almost more of an indictment. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it smell like apples and shit in here? <laughs> Like, no one uses the matches unless they just did something horrible. Yeah. yeah Why yeah, does it yeah. sound like perfumed apples <laughs> and absolute Philly cheesesteak <laughs> in this goddamn bathroom? Uh, uh, the last thing I'll say on this letter is um, I love a good cabin clean. Just there's something about having a job where you walk in and you have to get this done and then it's over with. That is so gratifying for yeah. me. Like I, I used to uh, work like in. We would bale hay and detassel corn, and I've probably said we've this all got here. this story. But yeah, you just you're like, oh, we're done. Yeah, we're done. I'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. Like there's something so great. He's just like, well, I'll do this cabin, and then tomorrow I'll go do. I just. I don't, Doesn't it seem like we got it? a letter from like a character in a camp movie that like is maybe just barely in the movie? This like <laughs> we're this, this letter is their almost, story. We're getting more of a story, and all they have focused on is yeah. I just don't know how to do the toilet paper. I don't know if over or under. I don't know. What the, I don't know what also, everyone prefers. What do you did you go? Did either one of you guys go to a summer camp? I never did. I went to I like week long basketball camp. Okay, and you did too, camp. Andy. I did sleepaway camp and became a counselor. I went eight straight years. Whoa. I just yeah. wonder how horrible it is to have to clean up a cabin after those kids. I, I feel like it's not that bad, right? Not they that bad. It's, a lot, it's mostly just sweeping. Right. Yeah. It's open air. It's like, you know, screen windows or whatever. Yeah. The one I went to. Because when you, you show know. up, it's just the bathroom, a frame for your bed or bunk bed and a mattress, right? Like you bring everything. So when you leave, it's all gone. You're taking the it shared all. bathrooms are that would be a gnarly cleanup job. Yeah. The cabins yeah. themselves was cake. I would think so, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. I love this letter. Uh, Wood. That's what we're going to call you for as long as we're your. Well, I think pals. we have to. That's what they said. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and they've never found but another instance where meet, that's been even able if we to... meet Wood and Wood's like, actually, it's like, go oh, actually, it's Wood. Yeah. Um, thanks so much for this. It was fun. It was light. It was great. Keep cleaning those cabins, and we'll keep. Uh, I, I would like to letters. say, go he ahead. Said, I, I doubt anyone ever notices that he does do the over under. Clearly, people notice. Look how passionate that I personally just got about it. If you, to be over. Last question then real quick. If you guys saw both, would you pull from the over instead of the under? If yes. Given the option? Yes. Okay. So I, people I would, would notice. I mean, depending where the end placement was. If right. Right. Yeah. I don't know that I would. The under. It, one last thing I'll say about the under. Do it. I've been like, you know, in a public bathroom or something before where they have those like industrial dispensers. Yes. And the under is hanging a little too far. Mm-hmm. And that to me, I'm just like, who knows what's touched that? <laughs> that's where that's been. Yeah, that, well, that's where you got to get crawled you, up. That you give yeah. yourself the cur- the courtesy tear. <laughs> you give yourself the courtesy tear to reach back up into the exactly. But then, is that actually doing the military thing you're saying of of saving right. toilet paper? Right. You're just no, you're right. You're right. Why doesn't the military get those giant circular ones that have no choice well, but to worst, sit sideways? The worst is when you're at an install <laughs> and it's mounted so it's side by side. So you're almost side saddling it. Yeah. Because then you have to pull it against nothing. Yeah. And that's when that, then you're like one hand holding, the other hand ripping. Yeah. A lot of airports like that. Yeah. Um, all right, Wood. Look, you did it. And we're your pen pals. Thank you so much for sending this in. Keep doing what you're doing. We'll keep doing our thing, too, to keep you company. We wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk, Rory Scovel, and Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. <laughs>
And we are back. back. Thank you for joining us again. Agreed. Pennies and Pallers, as you know, if you've been listening, our guest is Andy Samberg. And uh, do you have do you have any dates? Do you uh, have anything you up top? I said the uh, the the uh, Halloweengo, uh, yeah. which is for a great cause. That's at danielvancrick.com. I think I will be trying to do one or two like one-off headlining dates before the end of the year maybe stick close to to la but all that Great. stuff the rest of the tour will pick back up in march otherwise uh there's trivia nights that i do on there and then also movie clubs i've never seen the babadook so okay. we're gonna watch <laughs> or i'm gonna watch that and then we're gonna get together and talk about have you seen babadook i have not no andy have you seen babadook i've seen marmaduke <laughs> I think it's a sequel. This is the second Marmaduke. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's his scrappy cousin. So yeah, go to Daniel Van Kirk for all that stuff. Roar. I, uh, by the time this drops, I will have already done my show at Largo on October 16th. I just want you to but know people November are talking one. and people are really enjoyed it. And it was a, a good time. If you go to Roy Scovel, Dot com and you're a web designer who's willing to work at a low cost, let me know how we can fix that site up to be more interesting and functional for uh, <laughs> when I do go back out on the road. Because it's not, it's not great. A little outdated right yeah. now. I don't put too much on there. So. And Andy, you're just taking it easy these days, right? Development. I just want to plug all my development. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great place to be when you hear some things. I'm pitching. Everything you're talking about has an if attached to it. That's oh, yeah. always a good feeling. Some with me attached, some just as a producer. I've been in so many zooms. Yeah. Uh, every- if this goes, yeah. check out. <laughs> you are doing Brooklyn Nine Eight. That's what you're currently pitching. <laughs> right. Prequel. <laughs> Prequel. I remember uh, a thing. I just thought I'd tell you. I did a show with Joe Latrulio right around the time you guys did the pilot uh-huh. i think and he was like i hate saying this out we were standing on franklin out in front of la poubelle yep. and he was like i hate saying this out loud but what we just what we did is really special and that makes me so mad because that usually means you're not going to get everything you want out of it but it feels like there's <laughs> like no... you're not even going to get to make it honestly yeah, is right, usually yeah, what that's, it means yeah, that's oh, what that was means. really good it's he like, was well, like it they was didn't so agree. good it was <laughs> wow. so much fun and uh, he just like he 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 felt that way. My buddy Chris Sullivan, who was in uh, This Is Us, same thing. We hung out the day that they finished the pilot, and he was like, "It's just so good. I it, I I feel like it's not going to happen." And so I, I so <laughs> isn't the, that the so is, funny that that's that everyone's reaction when you make something good? You go, "Well, there's no way they're going to pick it up. It was too good. But he it was knew, too fun to yeah, make." Joe like knew if that. He was like, "I comedy, just loved I it. think that's standard, though, right? Like if you're like, yeah, we're all dead inside, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know." <laughs> So if something's like, whoa, I actually thought that was funny. It, you're yeah. like, well, I, the world is not going to enjoy that then. If I yeah. Just, yeah, Joe was just like, it was. It had like everything. It had everything with everyone you'd want to do it with. So yeah. I guarantee we won't get to do it. You've got and the Latrulio uh, cadence down. He's got that. <laughs> yeah, I gotta yeah, say. That, like, I gotta say. It had everything. It's, the hand. The hand. I wish people could see this. The hand is the I gotta it's, say. Yeah. It's not, there's no way because it's, it's that good. I just don't yeah. think it's going to happen. Uh, but obviously, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you how much I loved it, and it was great. I've had oh, friends thanks. that got to uh, do guest spots on that with you guys, and yeah. no one ever came away from that uh, not loving the experience. And it was a crazy ride you guys had, but congrats on it, man. Yeah, thank you. That's really nice to hear. Thanks. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that about your friends that did the show, too. I don't know who they oh, were. Oh, Kenny Stevenson, he just was like... Oh, nice. just, yeah, great dude. Great dude. Yeah. I love getting to do the show. So, And he'll be glad I told you. All right. Ready for <laughs> Here we go. Okay. This one's uh, titled My Great-Great-Grandfather, The Horse Thief. Okay. 
Dear pen pals, not naming either of you first because I love you both equally. Thank you. Fair enough. Smart. A couple of months ago, my mom randomly texted a story to me that she has never told me in my 40 years on this earth. My great-great-grandfather was a horse thief and abandoned his family in 1970 to pursue a life of stealing horses. I hope this was completely unprovoked. I hope I hope she hadn't even said he was waiting. He was waiting for a table at the Cheesecake Factory. She's clearly coming down on a crazy mushroom fucking afternoon. That third eye is open. That third eye is open, and she wants to share it with everybody. Finally, have the courage to share this with her son. Wow. Here is the text from my mom. My great-grandpa on my mom's side was a horse thief and left his family in California in 1917 for somewhere back east. It's a story grandma on my mom's side told only once because it upset grandpa so much. She only knew because she found a letter in an old sewing machine she inherited from his mother. The letter was from his father, and he happened to be in jail in Kansas at the time. It's the first time he told her the story, and this was when Papa, my grandfather, was probably 10. Grandpa made her throw away the letter. I think it was because his dad wanted to contact him, and he didn't want anything to do with him. His dad left him responsible for his mom and his sister at the age of 15, and he could never forgive him for that. I've tried to do some research, but the furthest I got was was the jail in Kansas, that I think he was in. The jail has since burned to the ground and all the files with it, so I felt like I was at a dead end. That's the end of the text from the mom. That's, well, all of that was the quote from the mom? All of that was from the mom. So he opened up iMessage and it was like, here. Wouldn't you just call? That's so much to text. <laughs> that is a lot. Just text. call and say your grandfather, your great great grandfather was a horse thief. Also, I don't know how you. T- I think when someone tells you that, you're like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> uh, have either of you come across a family story that you wish you would have been told earlier in life? Do either of you have a time machine for me to borrow so I can go back to this era and meet my horse thief relative? Is it considered grand theft equestrian when you steal more than one horse? Hashtag grew the shoe. Hashtag F2F. Hashtag I wish you well. Your great great grandson of a horse thief, Jared. Thank you, Jared. Isn't your first instinct like now at 2021, you're like, is stealing horses so bad? Well, not now. <laughs> Who gives a shit? I mean, it is bad now. It would still be bad. I know they're worth money, but if someone was like, there's a horse thief going around, I'd be like, who fucking cares? <laughs> I didn't know it was something you could do. Like, Well, that's the part that jumps out to me, Andy, is when he's like, to pursue a life stealing horses. <laughs> yeah, it's like knocking down <laughs> banks or something. Right. What are you yeah. going to, like, you say that on the drag. What are you going to get into after this? I'm going to steal horses yeah. for the rest of my life. Once you steal all the horses in an area, how many horses are there to steal? Yeah, you have no choice but to go. Yeah, you got. I got to yeah, travel the country. Yeah, you got to move on. What are you doing with the horse? You're stealing the horses and you're selling you sell them? them? You got to fence them. Yeah. Yeah. Look, at everything I know about this is only comes from the game Red Dead Redemption 2. That's everything I know about stealing yeah. horses. Right. Yeah, yeah. It just isn't a lot. Yeah, but but it's not yeah. like just like uh, a term that means something else. We're like, oh, he's a horse thief, which means he's no, it literally. Something I, else. It, yeah, no, I think it's a hundred percent horses. Yeah, yeah, because but if Red Dead Redemption Two is accurate, I feel like it probably is pretty well researched. There are different <laughs> very breeds meticulous. of horses, so yeah. some are instantly more expensive than others. Sure, 
because so, they attribute like cost and everything to certain types of horses in the game. So I imagine that yeah, you would like scope out and maybe you would you would steal their most expensive horse. Yeah, and then you'd have to fence it. But then that seems to be like a whole other. Like, do you want to be in sales? Right. Well, it's like, like it's like stealing cars and then selling them. You don't keep the cars. No. Right. You, you can't. Fl- it's flipping the horses. But, is but there I would some... also say this. It doesn't sound to me like the two things that the guy did were necessarily connected. Like, A, he wanted to abandon his family. Yes. And B, <laughs> he happened to be a horse thief. Yeah, you're right. And Andy, he couldn't it's... be doing his horse thiefing while tied down by his family because then it would come back on them. Yeah, yeah. He, he just wanted out of the family so bad. Right. <laughs> It's not like a guy looking at his family going, look, I'm a kicker. If I want to kick, I have to go to Minnesota and kick for the Vikings. This guy, it was two separate things. Yeah. He's like, I'm out and I've always liked stealing horses. Yeah. So it's, I guess for him, it's a win-win. Or it's like, you know, in like a, an assassin movie or something where your past catches up with you and you have to abandon your family so they're not in danger. Right. And yeah. So you, you're willing to live the rest of your life with them thinking you're a bad guy rather than yeah. them being in danger as well. And then once you abandon them, might as well steal some horses. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be well, out here, you might as well stick to what you know. Don't <laughs> why reinvent the wheel? You already know how to steal horses. You know, yeah, send some of the cash back to them. They don't right. have to know where it came from. Okay, that's a whole other thing. We're <laughs> what did get that into? letter say that ended up going? Hey, it's me. I'm in jail. I was out horse thieving again. They got me. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm in camp. By the way, I'm in Kansas, Kansas. super far away. Uh, I smell smoke. Hopefully, this one doesn't burn down like the last jail. <laughs> All these in. jails keep burning down. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the other thing. Look, I am one of the most considerate animal people. Like, I'm not going for the award that's for it. Brag. But, but that's I, a brag. That's a brag. I always am like. People send me stories for Dumb People Town. That's a podcast I do with the Sklar Brothers, Andy. And uh, and the people submit stories for that. We do them. If it involves animals at all, I'm almost always like not doing it. Like that animal, animal cruelty. Yes, but even sure, sometimes sure, like, yeah, yeah. oh, this guy kidnapped a horse and hid it mm-hmm. in his house. And I didn't do that story because I was like, how terrified was that animal and stressed out? It's still some form of abuse to that animal. So sure. my, I say all that to say this. In the realm of these great, great, grandfather times that puts us back at least to the end of like 1800s 19th century right well, they in this they say 1917 okay yes so i feel like of all the things you could be doing you're not robbing stagecoaches you're not killing people but you're not stealing land yeah i'm kind of okay with horse thievery. that's what i'm trying to say like it's who gives a shit about stealing? yeah it's just the leaving the family part that is the is the shittiest part instinctually the year's 1917 how hard do you think it is to steal a horse that's what i was gonna say that's got to be easy right seems like the easiest job ever you just walk up to a farm at night get on a horse <laughs> you two have not spent much time around horses i'm gonna guess why will devil's advocate one thing though in those days mm-hmm. stealing someone's horse if they live way out yeah. could actually be oh yeah pretty dire oh, thing huge. to do to someone like yes. if all of a sudden they're like hey we're out of food and we don't have a horse and the closest town is like i'm not days right. away 7 right. million miles right. or if you know <laughs> that's or, about right yeah. if you use like if uh, you know belgian horses are used a lot for like farm work uh, we know that i know that i knew that and right. so if you steal one of those and they're like okay not only can i not harvest or plow my field I now 
Donate. I don't have money to buy. Yeah, you are really hurting a person by taking their horse. What if you found out? But like, also, just so you guys know, it's not easy to steal a horse. The horse would not want you on it. They do not know you. It, it is not easy. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I they, didn't think about. We're talking stallions out there, wild stallions. Well, they're nobody's horses. That's a stallion. Oh, that dude. makes sense. Yeah, those are those are open season. You, you want that horse? Those. You go for it. What would you? What would you like if you found out he had? He only was stealing like Budweiser Clydesdale horses. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, those want you on them. That's where Budweiser <laughs> got all their horses from. This dude's great great grandfather. I think grandfather. you kind of have to feel like if a Clydesdale goes with you, it was meant to be. Who am I to get in the way? Because if they went, yeah. they wanted it because they could do anything. And you see if they come back. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind yeah. every fortune, there's a crime, right? So yes. I'm thinking it's this guy, Budweiser Empire, <laughs> stole those Clydesdales, and the rest is history. That's why the son was Dude. like, "You fucking rip that letter up and." I don't want to talk. I don't want to know him in any way because he didn't share any of that sweet Budweiser cash. Can I just kept it? Can I tell you guys I got haunted movie vibes when when they when the mom texted. She only knew because she found a letter in an old sewing machine. That is a hiding place I've never. Because that's even, just not where you keep letters. No, the only only if you do the full cover lid over. A, that's the only time. There's nowhere to put. Right. Like that is your own. That's your personal little stash right there. Yeah. Um. I love this. Oh, oh! I'll answer the question though, in case. And if you guys have it, one chime in, and then we'll. You have roll a family up. story. Yes, my grandma recently told me this is within the last year or two that my grandpa was in. Or no, I'm sorry, she was engaged to someone else when she found out she had feelings for my grandpa, okay. and she, he he was at war. The guy, and she was walking through town, Rochelle, Illinois, and. She saw my grandpa on the street and they kind of like talked a little bit. And then I don't, she said, oh, I think he could tell that I, I didn't really want to be with that guy. I just, he proposed to me before he left. And, and so she. Didn't you just kind of get married back then? Yeah. She Someone wrote, like proposed. You're like, all right. She wrote, she wrote the guy a letter <laughs> and said, I'm sorry. I've met somebody else. You know, she was on the up and up about it. And but I didn't war. know this until. You know, when you're a kid, you just think everything's always existed for forever when, yeah, until yeah, you yeah. showed up. Like, yeah. I never thought about, like, you were engaged to someone else, yeah. and then you met one of the greatest men I've ever known, and that's how this all worked out? Like, ne just never told me. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't even be here. No. Or I'd be a way cooler version of me. Or not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything? I don't... Uh, you know what? My, I, I have one. My mother passed away, uh, when I was very young, uh, very, very young. And so I don't, I didn't really know much about her. I didn't really ask my dad a lot about her. I knew it was kind of a, a yeah, tough yeah. subject, but it's so interesting that she had a friend in high school who reached out to me at one point cause I was doing a show. I was on the road and she was like, I was friends with your mom in high school. And so I went and got a coffee with her. And she was like, yeah, no, your mom was like super wild, like didn't play by the rules. And like, <laughs> and like in my mind, it's like this angelic, perfect person. Yeah. And she's like, no, nah, she, your mom used to work in the office and she would grab like the tardy slips out of the office and just give them to people and be like, yeah, you can be late here. Here's for like free tardy lists and like was getting people like out of school. And she was like, yeah, your mom loved to shoplift. She like thought it was so really fun. And there's a picture of them at Disney, uh, Disney world, I guess it had been at the time. And she was like, yeah. And we went into a gift shop and your mom tried to see how much stuff she could <laughs> steal. 
And I was like, I, I, like that informed me of all. It's, it's so, not like so, I have that no, in I, my DNA, but it informed me of a whole other version so of someone in yes. my mind. It, yeah. Is she allowed to give you like a whole nother side? Yeah. 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 So now I do stuff like that just to, so her memory. <laughs> to connect. In her, to connect with her, I am involved in so many illegal <laughs> activities. Andy, what about you? Any, no pressure at all. I mean, we've covered it, but. No, I'm, I mean, I had a crazy big one, which was my mother was adopted, but it's very public already because I went on Finding Your Roots on PBS and they like figured out who her parents were. Oh, really? It was incredible. Um, but a better example of what this person is specifically asking, I think it wasn't until I was a little older, I started hearing stories about my grandfather on my dad's side, mm-hmm. who um, apparently was just a brawler. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> was like five foot five, like brick shit house of a guy, yeah. but just had like energy and like piss and vinegar kind of a dude. And apparently, you know, they all came over to Ellis Island and all that. And they lived in the like, you know, New York City Jewish neighborhood with the yeah. deli, the family deli and the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently my grandfather, when he was younger, was like the guy in their neighborhood that was the best fighter. And there was a thing that would just go on where like the best fighter from another neighborhood would roll up and be like, where's Dave? <laughs> I heard he could fight, you know what I mean? And then he would like take off his apron from behind the deli counter yeah. and like, Oh, I love It was like Gangs of New York shit. He would come out and just like fight dudes that were like five inches taller than him, apparently, and and hold his own. Yeah. And and the other story about him is he used to uh, (laughs) swim the East River to blow off steam. No. (laughs) (laughs) This is where you got Hot Rod from. Uh, I know. I'm just like, I I have all that same DNA and I use it for being as annoying as possible. <laughs> Where are you God. going? To the river. I'm going to the river. <laughs> I just gotta think. I'm mad. You and I will talk later after I've swum this out. It always makes me laugh when I'm doing stuff in my life. How do you think? Do you think those fight? If someone shows up and wants to fight you, do you think like the fight happens and then like in an MMA kind of way they kind of are like, yes, yeah, I they like have a All friendship. Right, I know of, like, you, you know me, hundred percent. Right. Like, is it? It's a bonding sort of it thing. Has yes. to be, right? Because like, anytime guys get in like normal fights, most of the time they end up like being friends afterwards. It's always so you, weird. You see it in professional yeah. and amateur and just idiots at a bar. Like I've thrown people in early days of you know for comedy. Like I threw people out of bars just to have the two of those guys then end up like. Oh, where are you going after this? <laughs> like, What's yeah. wrong with you two? But they like know each other on an intimate, like primal level now, so they feel connected. That's true. Also, they're clearly going through something similar, right? Oh, like, yes. They're to the <laughs> point exactly where right. they have a couple drinks, and their instinct is yes. like, "I gotta get into a fight so I can like get this out of my system." Yeah. I say this all the time. It took me a couple years into working door in Chicago, and then and then when I worked uh, door here at a bar in downtown LA when I first got here. I was like, oh, some people go to drink to fight, like to hit somebody. Yeah. yeah. And then there are other people who drink in order to eventually get hit. Like they want <laughs> like they want to get hit. Yeah. And it's the weirdest you mean thing. People with, that start shit and can't back it up. They don't they even clearly they literally they'll know they're gonna lose the fight. Yeah. And, or they're outnumbered yeah. or they're outmatched. And they just don't I think they want they would you'd be like, Well, that guy just wants to get hit tonight. And yeah. you, it was always right. And then a lot of times they'd be like, buddy, it's, no, we're gonna go. Because you're you just want somebody to be mad at you. <laughs> I would try to be nice to him. I'm going to the river to swim for a little bit. I'm 
pissed. That's a better option, really. <laughs> it is a way better option. Well, he had to save those fists for when an actual fight. And you don't. What's great about that is you don't know the day it's coming. You're just I, and at you gotta be work. Ready. You're at your house. Dave yeah. stays ready. <laughs> stays ready. Because there was there is kind of like a western vibe to that, right? Like guys would show up and be like, "Who's the fastest gunslinger in town?" And then yeah. that's then you like. You yeah. had to represent. Yeah. And I love that each neighborhood in New York had their guy like, well, he's over at the deli. We'll go get him. And he's going to whip your ass. Do you ass. think the fight ends, Dave wins, and he's like, come on, let me make you a sandwich. Like that's, <laughs> come on in. Probably. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, this letter was great. Jared, thank you so much for this letter. I hope mm-hmm. uh, I hope we gave you some, I not really advice, but I hope we uh, I hope we filled your time. Hope you enjoyed that. We appreciate <laughs> the letter. Uh, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Roy Scoville, Daniel Van Kirk, and Andy Samberg. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. Roller coaster. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.